0: up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 405 2561
1: That's 800-405-2561. It's the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. With your host, Jim Beavers.
2: Lighting trophy trucks, jumping razors, and dropping the mic at events across the country.
1: Amy Hood.
3: What's up, guys? I'm a professional fun haver, dirt bike rider, and monster truck driver.
1: With support from Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, and Dirtfish. Hang on tight, strap in, and get ready to smoke some tires and lay some roost. Here's the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other.
2: Jim beaver good morning and welcome to the down and dirty radio show powered by Polaris razor Jim beaver joined here with Amy hood who is uh, I guess an event champion on the weekend hood we got champions on air today congratulations yeah
3: thank you what an epic weekend Jim I can't wait to tell you all about it
2: I know. We've got uh, lots to talk about with Amy Hood. She's actually coming out to Arizona here in a week, too. So we're going to have a lot of fun the next uh, couple of weeks here on air. But uh, we've got X Games medalist, our good friend, legendary snowmobile rider, Paul Thacker, who I believe is going to be racing an adaptive snow bike in X Games. So Thacker changing it up, going to a dirt bike, I believe, for X Games this year. That's going to be fun to talk about. Then we've got former... Miss Supercross, who is now just part of Supercross. Anyways, Juliana Daniels, she's calling in. First time in, I think, like a year we've had her on air, Amy. And I know this is a pre-taped interview, but we had a ton of fun with her. We'll learn about her new job title, I guess. I don't know. It's an interesting story anyways, but uh, tons of fun with Juliana. We've got Matt Martelli. He's going to call in. He's going to update us on Dakar. He was actually (laughs) in South America for the start of the Dakar rally he's back stateside he's going to talk some Dakar rally also some mint 400 news we're only about a month and a half out from that so um Man, we've got a lot coming at you guys today. Uh, once again, if you want to get a hold of Amy or I during the show or you got fan questions, whatever you got, tweet us at Beaver 15 at AmyHood71. We'll try and get those questions into the show. And, uh, man, it's going to be a fun one. Definitely looking forward to today. And, uh, like I said, lots to talk about. X Games, we've got Supercross, and, man, was it a crazy round there. And uh, Dakar Rally, Min 400 News, all that coming at you today on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Stay tuned. More after this.
1: Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
6: Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally.
2: For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us... Take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire. Hashtag Anywhere is Possible. Because with General Tire, Anywhere is Possible. discount. KC highlights
1: like what you hear, catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on Apple podcast and be sure to rate review and subscribe.
2: Welcome back to the down and dirty radio show powered by Polaris razor joined here with my partner in crime, Amy hood. And I got to say, Amy, I know you had a big weekend. We're going to talk about that here in about 10 seconds, but I can post up videos of me, Shredner razor i can post pictures of me in a trophy truck launching like 15 feet over the top of everybody doesn't matter i get x amount of likes but then all of a sudden i post up a picture of you holding a trophy and say congratulations hood and literally my feed goes insane with people like you know like commenting and liking and i'm like holy crap all it takes to go viral is a picture of amy hood who would have thought
3: um i like that idea i think that sounds pretty awesome and it is funny, too, you say that, because I was, uh, I, you know, I posted a bunch of cool videos and photos and whatever from the weekend, but then I posted the one of me walking through the elevator and singing We Are the Champions extremely off tune, and it happened to get more likes and comments and views than anything, so I think it's kind of cool. I mean, you never really know. Um, I, it's funny, because I, I was been talking to this, um, I guess, social page that wanted to make like a post about me, and... They have a huge following, like almost a million, and they're asking if, you know, whatever time that I, like, what time's good for me, what's based on my posting schedule. I'm like, posting schedule, dude, I throw up, like, seven photos in a day sometimes because I don't care. Like, you know, all my stuff is, like, super organic and natural, and I just, like, I'm like, I do not got no posting schedule. I'm going to post what I want about what I want. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this weekend was epic, Jim. I, I'm, like, on such a high still. It, you know why? Because it took me all year last year until the last round to win. And, you know, we're second uh, – this is our second round in for Monster Jam in 2018, and I already had an event win. So I think it really sets the pace and sets the tone and gives me that extra confidence boost that I needed.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. So is it safe to say you're a trophy girl now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Your girl with a trophy. Uh, I don't know. Like I, uh, <laughs> just giving you crap. You know, when
3: I was little, I used to go to the motocross races and go hand everybody their trophies. I that was my ah. job when I was like four. <laughs>
2: so, uh, yeah, so- take it. I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> so seriously, though, I mean, take us through uh, your event one, because one thing I think is rad, and I actually was watching Monster Jam on uh, on TV, which I know is the uh, not the arena shows, it's uh, stadium shows, right? Uh, arena shows they're are – They're actually doing both now. Yeah. So they're going to be, you know,
3: highlighting a couple uh, stadium shows and then highlighting a couple arena shows. Oh. So we're going to be able to – I'm going to be on Fox Sports 1, driving zombie pretty soon. So I'm, I'm excited that they're going to be highlighting all the –
2: rounds and all the athletes. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, that is that is so, so rad. And, well, one thing that I noticed, though, is, like, they they took, like, because I think the stadium shows have always been, like, where they just had freestyle, just had racing. Now they've actually got, like, they're calling it a two-wheel challenge. Like, what you guys have been doing in the arenas (laughs) is so, so so rad that they brought it into the stadiums, which I think is pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I mean – you know, the competition is so elevated now in the arenas alone. Everyone's always like, oh, I want to go see stadium, stadium. I'm like, dude, come to arena. It's just as action-packed. Like, yeah, we're not going to be doing the backflips and front flips, but you still get this extremely action-packed and uh, very, very, you know, we, we're wowing people by the tricks that we do. People can't believe that they're watching a monster truck, you know, go across the pad on its front tires. Like, it, it's just so wild, like, what we're able to do now. And, you know, all thanks to, obviously, Monster Jam University that gives us this, like, playing field for us to go and practice all this stuff. And I do have to shout out, you know, we should definitely get him on the show. I'm going to talk to him today. But, you know, I really would like to think that, you know, the guy who elevated all of this for Arena has to be Tyler Meninguez. Um, He's a young, up-and-coming, Grave digger driver. He drove uh, Blue Thunder and then you know, just wowed everybody with his skills in Blue Thunder. And so, obviously, he gets put behind the myth, the man, the legend of that is Gravedigger. And he's absolutely killing it. And he made, you know, mainstream news on Fox News because of his minute, over a minute long um, wheelies that he was doing last year. Like, he was crazy. So, this guy's really, and, he, and he's young. He's, like, 18 years old, 19-something, like, you know, a young, young kid – who's just wowing everybody. So, Jim, let's uh, let's get Tyler on next week for sure.
2: Yeah, definitely. Let's lock him in. And I, I think that's what's funny, you know, and we don't talk – obviously, you race Monster Jam, and we talk a little bit about it here and there. But one thing that I think is really rad, like we talk a lot of FMX and progression and action sports and all kinds of stuff on the show, but – like, I look back 10 years when freestyle was really kind of first coming into its own in Monster Jam and with Monster Trucks. And, like, it was somebody do, like, a wheelie, and it was, like, a big deal, right? And then the backflip came in, and it was rad. But, like, the yeah. progression yeah. level that you guys are doing in Monster Trucks now, like, I watch it. And yeah. I watch, like, these nose wheelies and just, I mean, we saw it last year, the front flip, you know. But I'm just looking at things and going, holy crap, it's insane what you guys are doing in Monster Trucks now. I know.
3: I know, and, like, I, that's such a good, uh, you know, comparison. We talk about the evolution of um, freestyle motocross. Obviously not the same. We're not going out there doing triple corkscrews or nothing. But, you know, we got this corkscrew. You know, they're doing corkscrews in a freaking monster truck. That's wild. Like, even when I saw that, like, you know, I'm, I'm a two-wheel diehard moto chick. Um, I, I wasn't a really big, avid Monster Jam follower before. So what I saw... Rosalie go out and do a corkscrew. uh, My my jaw dropped, and I am a driver. Like how wild is that, right? Like you just you don't fathom these big, big, monstrous machines to do something like that. So I mean, that's why Monster Jam, I think, is so cool. I mean, people can people know about like people doing backflips on a dirt bike. That's you know their toys here to play with and play on. It's not every day that you go and see a truck do flips and corkscrews and wheelies like it's it's still very surreal because you know we have our daily drivers and it's like it's almost like every kid's dream is to go and you know take their truck and go jump the boulevard when you're driving down the street right so you get this like really cool feeling and, and it just leaves you awestruck and it's it's still wild So for me I still think it's wild and I like I said I'm a I am a driver and the stuff I'm doing is blowing my own mind it's it's exciting
2: yeah it's it's crazy and and it's one of those like it's not one of those things I watch on t v all the time uh, I follow a lot of accounts on social media just because we've got you know yeah. mutual friends at race and you know some of your competitors I've got to know some of them but like like I just tuning into t v the other day I just was watching that and I'm like It it was like I had this light bulb moment. I'm like, holy crap, this is really, really evolved. Like it's insane to be honest with you. So. Um, yeah, it was definitely good stuff, man. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, you've kind of brought me into this whole monster truck fold and I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> to get out to an event this year sometime and really take it all in in person. Cause it's, it's been so long since I've been to uh, a monster jam show. I mean, we're talking way, way back when I was a kid and that's when, you know, they had that truck. In Monster Jam that we don't even mention anymore. So, uh, you know, it's like, man, it's it's been a long time. I'm excited to go and and see it, feel it, breathe it, touch it. You know?
3: Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm definitely excited for you to come too. I mean, it's uh, we we talk about it too. Like, I get to do the Winnipeg show. Um, I get to go to Canada to do a couple of shows. But I'm just like excited that I'm opening. You know, this new. Well, it's not new, but for me, because my following has been heavily two wheels, but I'm excited because I get to bring a lot of my fan base to a whole new motorsports demograph. So I think it's cool that, you know, you're following along as well and all my friends and it's just been super rad. I love it. I'm, I'm excited, but, but I don't like when people say, oh, you quit dirt bikes and now drive a monster truck. No, no, I do both. I am still a moto chick. I'm a moto jammer. Okay. Oh, I'm going to sneeze Jim. I uh, didn't see I held it in. <laughs> um, I'm, I like to call myself now a moto jammer. So I'm a moto trucking, moto, truckin', moto jamming, whatever. That's my new title.
2: Yeah. Well, so that's why moto we ch- jammer. That's why we changed the name of the YouTube channel, right? Motor Adventures, right? Mo- I don't know. It's like Motor anything, Adventures. Motor adventures. Yeah. It's anything with an engine, right? Yeah, no, for sure. I do have to yeah, say, exactly. um, I know last week in. Uh, So we decided, like I've been. So this show has been on YouTube um, for quite some time, and I know on like my personal YouTube, we've I've got like a thousand subscribers, and it's done really well over there. But Amy's got this Motor Adventures channel, so we flipped the switch to start the new year, and now the show's being posted to YouTube under her channel. And uh, we actually had a ton of people listen in via YouTube. I was looking at the stats. So anybody that's listening to the show on YouTube, on Amy's channel, thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Like, I'm I'm kind of stoked. It's like, I think it's a new audience. Like, we've, like, I think it's a new group of people that maybe haven't heard you on air before that's on YouTube. So I think it's kind of cool.
3: Yeah, no, I love that. And I, I'm so happy we re- revitalized the YouTube channel. Yeah. Go to YouTube, check it out, uh, amyhood.com, One Life Amy or Moto. It's still under Moto Adventures, but.
2: Check it out. Absolutely. We're going to take a short break. We come back. Uh, Amy and I, we got some Supercross to talk about here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, Woo! powered by Polaris Razor.
7: Fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180.
8: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now.
0: 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
9: If you are age 85 or younger care network call now you'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in agents are standing by
0: call 800-508-5774 800-508-5774 800-508-5774 call now that's 800-508-5774
1: want the latest from jim beaver and amy hood Follow at JimBeaver15 and at AmyHood71 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here. Uh, Before we jump into things, I want to tell you about one of our good friends at Genuine Polaris Parts. And you know what? It's winter just about everywhere but here in Arizona where it's nice 77 degrees today. But those of you that don't have 77-degree weather and you do have a Polaris razor, it's time to winterize your Polaris razor. And you know what? GenuinePolarisParts.com has you covered. And if you're looking for Genuine Polaris Parts, there's obviously no better place than GenuinePolarisParts.com. The assurance and dependability is in the name. They make it easy, stress-free by having all the Diagrams associated with your year, make, and model of your razor. Once you narrow down your search, you'll see a list of diagrams that will let you visually see the parts that you need to be replaced, which eliminates the headache of second-guessing your part, trying to explain which one you need over-the-counter at the dealership. Go to GenuinePolarisParts.com slash Jim Beaver, and you'll be able to redeem a special offer that's only exclusive to listeners of this show. Again, it's GenuinePolarisParts.com slash Jim Beaver. Get your parts delivered directly to your door with GenuinePolarisParts.com. And uh, speaking of good weather, I know it's uh, mid-70s this week here, Hood. I know it's mid-70s in San Diego. But I got to tell you, I am really, really freaking excited about next week because actually for the first time since Amy started doing radio with me like three or four years ago at this point. I don't know. I've lost track. It was just an <laughs> eternity ago. I don't even remember the show without you. Yeah. But uh, Four
10: years
3: ago.
2: Yeah. It was a long time ago. But... She's going to be in the studio here in Arizona next week doing radio. Now, her and I have done radio together in the flesh out at events like the Mint 400, but this will be the first time you're actually in the studio in Arizona, and I'm I'm kind of excited about that, Amy.
3: Yeah, are you kidding? I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, this is, like, the first time I think I've come – I don't even think I've ever been to Arizona, to be honest. And it's funny because every – Canadian, you know, snowbirds over to Arizona. <laughs> right? I'm like, yeah, I've never been there before. Right. So I'm excited. As long we only have, there's like one condition. Uh-uh. I'm only gonna come if you openly give me the keys to your trophy truck and let me go boondock it in the desert.
2: Oh, you can have the keys yep. to it right now. There's no engine in it. You can go wherever you want. Ah, darn it. <laughs> the engine's at the engine shop. You you know what? If you can get that. that if you can get that thing to run while you're here, I will make you a deal. I'll give it to you.
3: Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> I am going to pack up a little uh,
2: Engineer, if I can, you know, one from a car, <laughs> and I'm gonna bring it over. No, we're gonna have some fun. So I'm just telling you, listeners, be be prepared. Amy will be in Arizona. I think maybe I'm gonna go. My friend John has a, a radio show on the local radio station. We'll just make you like. We'll do this radio show. We'll do the podcast. We'll have you on the. Uh, maybe we'll go over and just do radio the afternoon show at the local radio station because it's fun over there and we can just talk about whatever the heck we want. And then I know you and I were gonna film a YouTube video, go out in the razors in the desert and do some shredding yep. and oh
3: yeah. we're gonna do so much filming we're gonna have such cool content so you guys stay tuned like we're we're gonna blow up the internet we'll win the internet next weekend for yeah.
2: sure yeah next week we are winning the internet anybody else don't even show up for the competition because amy and i were gonna own it just just throwing it out there so next week is gonna be a yep. ton of fun but uh yeah we gotta talk some supercross i know we got juliana on that interview you and i did later on in the show it went way over so i had to trim it down it'll be uncut in uh, Project Action this week on Thursday because it was like a 30-minute interview almost, and we had like a 15-minute time slot. It was slot. so good. Yeah, it was so awesome. So yeah, if you want so that, good. it's going to be uh, Project Action this week, uh, the full uncut thing. But Supercross, Amy, shenanigans once again, round two in Houston. I don't even know uh, what the heck to even think know. It's about Supercross right now. And I know we talked about it a bit with Juliana, but it's just <laughs> – it's crazy. Like, I don't know, Tomac, you know, Marvin, the guys you thought were going to be there. I mean, they're MIA. You got mm-hmm. Roxon who's looking strong. I mean, we got El Hombre, who's on point. And then we got Bam Bam Barsha. Like, where the hell did he come from? Where's, he, where's he been hiding at, right?
3: Oh, my God. You know, everyone canceled that kid out. And uh, I'm, you know what, I'm happy to see him back on top. Because, you know, when he, when he was winning 250s, yeah, he he's a little bit of a he's cocky, he's aggressive. He's got Bam Bam for a reason, you yeah. know. Like he was given that name because of his aggressive riding style and coming out banging bars, and he makes racing interesting. Um, and then and then and then he fell off the face of the earth. And he was like rolling around in twentieth place and sucking. <laughs> so I think I love the fact that you know that he went back to the drawing board, put in his homework, and we're seeing the authentic Bam Bam that we know and all fell in love with and um juliana makes a great point and talks about you know the mental game i don't want to get into it too much but she talks about you know the mentality behind all this and you know um talking to justin that he was just like is his he was in his own head for the last couple years and just like didn't know who he was didn't know what was going on was such a it was such a mental battle for him and this year clearly he has it figured out so it's really, really good to see these um, athletes, you know, overcome their struggles, whether it's Kenny with his body or Justin Barsha with his mind. I love to see people figuring it all out and coming back and making it for some great racing and obviously shaking up the competition. Dude, Tomac, Marvin, with these dudes gone, the it's like anybody's game and the riding is so elevated now. It's so exciting, and it's just like it's—you don't know who's gonna win. And gotta hand it to my homie El Hombre, you know, in that 450 win. Ah, like the internet blew up because everybody loves him. He is such a good character. Like you see, all these other athletes—Ronnie um, Renner, uh, Feist—all posting about you know El Hombre's win because they just genuinely like the dude. And like you always root for the underdog. And he's always the bridesmaid and never the bride. He got one win, you know, last year or the year before, I forget. But he's always been right there. And it's just really good to see him on top of that box.
2: Yeah, and and I think that's a good point. You and I talked about it, We, I think, before Supercross started. we're like, this dude is like – everybody loves him and it's like he's the dark horse every year and there's no, no reason for him yeah. to be the dark horse but yet he is but no I know I, they I, they said something and I didn't realize this so he's he's riding that husky right and it's a special edition yeah. husky and I guess they've only literally had the bike for like 30 days. Um, before Supercross know, started. It's so like cool. a brand-new bike. They have no, like, test time and R&D on it. I mean, they do, but not like these other guys that have years worth of development. For him to go out and win on a bike that they've had for, like, 30 days, like, that's that's bananas. Like, that, that just doesn't happen at this level. No, you're, you're very
3: – you're very right, especially in the four fifty class with the r and d and all the technology behind it now, like yes, there's technology you guys in motocross <laughs> um so yeah i I think that really shows his um uh, his ability, not the bike's ability, and I just think that he's opened this can now hopefully he can maintain it and carry us through and you know be on the top um numerous times and be in the chase for the championship he already is right now but yeah. And he's one of those guys who's known for his consistency. So you know, with Marvin gone, because Marvin's always been that leader of the pack, and you know he definitely was going to be this year. Um, I, I think it's going to be him and Bam Bam in Rocks, and who's going to be switching, uh, you know, spots on the podium. And I think I think we're going to have definitely okay. Last year you you just can't beat. Last year, you know, oh, going no, into the last round. No, but I think we're going to have a very um, uh, exciting. You're in 450s. I mean, 250s is just as wild that we've had two different people on top, um, you know, an interchange of the whole podium as well. So it's just 18 is looking really good. And I think we thought it was going to be super boring. So,
2: <laughs> you know, every year we think that. And two quick questions. Uh, we got like a couple minutes before we got to go to break. One, Barsha. He was in a part-time ride, and he's sitting third in the points through two rounds. Do they go, hey, I think we're going to give you a contract and let you run the whole year? I mean, do you think that's coming?
3: Uh, yeah, I do. I think that he's, um, I mean, he's replacing Millsaps, correct?
2: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Yeah, Yamaha. you know,
3: Millsaps, go home, go ride your practice track. No offense, but I'm rooting for Barsha. He is young, he's hungry, as we can tell, and he's a completely different rider out there. I think people have noticed it maybe somebody else and a better team is going to come and offer him something, but I don't see him going away by any means at all. So, uh, you know, I just, I think, I I think sometimes that's what you need is a opportunity to prove yourself. And I know every weekend they go out, that's their opportunity to prove themselves. Right. But when you have more on the line, you have an unsecure ride, you drive, sorry, I'm talking monster trucks here. You ride with, some kind of fire lit under your butt and it showed definitely these last two weeks. So congratulations, Barsha. I'm, I'm honestly like really excited for him because I know that he was in a really dark place before and it's um, really exciting to see him overcome that. So I'm happy. Go Barsha. I'm rooting for you.
2: Oh, yeah, well, and I guess I'm we got excited for this weekend. Yeah. We got to mention, I guess, Villapoto signed a deal with Yamaha, too. Like, Mr. Green signed a deal with Yamaha. So now they got what? Bam Bam, and then you've got Villapoto signing a deal as, like, an ambassador for factory Yamaha. And I'm like, where yeah. did that come from? Right? I mean, he's a guy you thought bled he green. He probably needed
3: some money for his summer house or something. Like, who knows? Yeah, right? I mean, the guy's set. Uh, but, again, I love this because just like we talked about last weekend, you know, Chad buying his own dirt bike. These guys can't quit. They love motocross. They love riding their dirt bike. Like, I love to see that because, you know, I knew uh, Villapoto and I knew that he just wanted to get in, win as much as he wanted, and then get out. Because, it's, you know, we talk about it being such a mental – it, it takes over your whole life. Yeah. So it's really awesome to see him come back on, on a different level and be an ambassador because it means he just loves riding his dirt bike and he wants to be a part of this industry. And I respect that.
2: Yep. All right, we gotta take a short break. We come back, Paul Thacker on the line with Amy Hood and I on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor discount. Casey highlights.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, Jim Beaver, and Amy Hood here with our good friend, Mr. Paul Thacker. How's everything going, Paul? Paul!
4: Hey, man! Good,
2: <laughs> good morning
4: kids i'm everything's well how are you guys
2: good good man you're, i'm
4: good i'm good
2: yeah you're up in colorado right you're trying to get acclimated to uh to what the elevation for x games
4: uh that and get some uh, seat time on our
2: new x games endeavor for this year adaptive snow bike race I was going to say how, how has that changed for you man i mean you've been on, you've been on a sled your your entire life i don 't know um, before your accident if you if you dabbled on two wheels but how i mean snow bike this is something all new for everybody dude how how is this feeling well <laughs> well
4: i i 've got you know a, a fair amount of dirt bike time through my career, but definitely no zero zero time on a snow bike so this is uh I haven't actually wrote it yet, hopefully tomorrow we're <laughs> going to get on the snow um, oh my God. Well, look, i
2: i've
4: got a I've got a week or so to figure this out
2: oh no no time like crunch time, right
4: yeah, that's pretty standard i think you you know how that goes yeah. everything's last minute in,
2: in, in motorsports, I think as a whole yeah so how how did this come up but, I, I,
3: but that really does say though you know it, I like to think though it says how um adaptive athletes are in the motorsports world you know you can ride a sled you can ride a a dirt bike and then you can give yourself one week to go on a snow bike to prepare for x games i mean X games is like the hugest thing ever but you know you really don't need a lifetime on you know this type of machine because you've spent a lifetime on something very similar but it just shows how you know, you us athletes in the motorsports realm are very adaptive and can take the skills from one and transition it to the next.
4: Yeah, for sure. If you if you've uh, if you've got some skills on on some sort of motorsport, uh, any whether it's driving, sleds, bikes, it, there is a lot of talent that transfers over to something different. Yeah. you see it all the time. You see that, you know, freestyle guys riding. Racing dirt bikes, racers turn into freestylers, it all, just uh it kind of we all kind of coexist so yeah yeah, very much,
2: so So how did this get brought up? I know I know so snow, snowcross has kind of taken a back seat to snow bike this year in x games, and actually snowmobile racing isn 't there. I know we got speed and style and freestyle and that that coming back, obviously snow bike's kind of the next big thing, x games has embraced it. How did the whole adaptive snow bike stuff how i've been hearing rumors about this for like six months now, but Um, I mean, it's signed, sealed, delivered. Now, I mean, how how did this whole thing come about, Paul?
4: Well, uh, I was Joe Duncan, and I, who who runs, you know, a a bunch of events other than the snowmobile and uh, and snow bike stuff at X Games. He basically anything with a motor at X Games, Duncan. You know. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Anyway, I was given the news at heydays before it was actually common knowledge and and release that there wasn't going to be any. Snowcross at X Games, and then I obviously inquired about adaptive, and that was not going to take place too. So I just kind of looked at him and was like, "Hey, what about adaptive snow bike?" And like you could see, kind of the light bulb go off in both of <laughs> our heads at the same time. And and I managed to track down uh, some of the adaptive racers, and uh, one you know, legend snowcross racer that broke his back uh, ten years or so back that you might know, Blair Morgan. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and Moto, and I, diet,
3: big Moto dude too.
4: Yeah, he's a he's a legend for sure. Anyway, so yeah. he uh, he was came down to my coach and we visited and we actually wheelchair raced to the to the Fox party, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then over beers we we discussed you know his thoughts on adaptive snow bike and it was something that he was instantly excited about. And I thought, okay, we gotta we got to figure it. Because, you know, we've been trying to get Blair back into the, yeah. the adaptive snow, yeah. snow crop. And he just has never really shown any interest. Can't blame him. You know, he did it for a long time. And he was good at it. And, you know, to it, it's just one of those things. I think he probably was had, had enough of the snowmobile yeah. racing yeah. Part. But still, yeah. it seems dirt, dirt bikes are really a love of his. And uh, to transition that over to snow biking, he seemed really – actually, I know for a fact he's super excited about it. So – um looks like this year we're gonna have uh it's it's not an actual meddled event because i think x games wants to check us out and see you know where our level of talent is even though we all know where it's going to be at and um so we're going to go out and show them what we could do and then next year it'll be a a full-fledged event. awesome awesome
3: well you're really paving the way then you know you guys are like setting the pace for this whole new event that's uh that's a huge honor, and comes with like great responsibility. It's really, really cool, you know. I, I would you ever have thought in a million years, like back when you're starting your career, that you would basically be opening the door for a brand new class in X Games? You know, if you think about it, it's incredible.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's I I, I guess I didn't really think about it that way. I mean, obviously, snow bikes being new and and how successful the the race aspect of it was last year, it was great competition it was fun to watch i actually was in the booth calling it for you know espn live there on site and it was fun it was fun so to get a chance to actually go out and do a little snow biking i'm super excited about it and i think that it's going to it's going to be super cool i know the i i i haven't really posted much on social media side about it and i put out a post yesterday about it and it's gone absolutely bananas the the, the responses and the encouragement and the holy smokes this is so cool aspect is through the roof so that's pretty cool
2: yeah i'm so- i'm excited i'm just excited about snowbike as a whole i mean Uh, You know, it's one of those things, too. It's not only that it's something new and it's rad, but I think it's kind of reinvigorated the careers of a lot of guys. I mean, I look at a guy like Darren Meese and guys like Jake Scott, you know, and and guys that we've seen for a long time. Yeah, Josh Hill, you know. I mean, it's given these guys almost like a second wind, right?
4: Yeah, for sure. I mean... You know, uh, you take a guy like Josh Hill who's never ridden a snow bike, snow bike and has incredible bike skills, and he's out, you know, riding in – I believe he's in Montana with Keith Sayers, and, um, and he's – I mean, you could just tell he's stoked. He's stoked again about it, and um, that's about the racing aspect. I mean, he's, you know, doing the free ride stuff. But, yeah, Darren's a, a, another great example. He, he had a, you know, a successful snowcross career. I think he probably left it a little earlier than he would have liked – um and to have a chance to be one of the the forerunners of the snow bike racing side of it um i know you know ashley and i have been friends for a long time and darren and i not not too long after that um they're stoked they're pumped their their program's good they're they're able to to get out and race and do something new and have you know sponsors supporting it which is really huge if you can get the sponsor interest you know the sky's the limit yeah that's and
3: I, I like that idea that you know it's not just free riding and that's often the transition you know be, going from a pro rider you know stepping out and like kind of it quote unquote retiring you, you get into the fun riding this gives these guys who love to still race right i love to still race even though i'm quote unquote retired from dirt two wheels it, it gives them another outlet to get that competitiveness out and you know to to be a racer again and, um, I, I like that. I like that option.
4: Yeah. yeah. It, Cause it, once you're a racer,
3: you're stuff. never going to get that out of your system. You're it's, always going to want to go it. and Yeah. <laughs>
4: And the, and now now is a good time for us old folks to be able to get <laughs> off the bench and actually get in the game because if it keeps on the trend that it is, it's going to be a lot like regular motocross where it's you know it's it's young and it's fast. The young guns come through the woodwork. I know uh, <laughs> old, us old guys get passed by fairly quickly. So, yeah. so
8: yeah,
2: yep. now's the time. Yeah. Well, I look you're at guys. that
3: I need to get a snow bike right now. Is what
2: you're saying,
4: Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I think that's another Tim, thing if you want to race a
4: snow bike Yeah. Beaver, if you want to come race snow bikes, now is the time to do it, bud.
2: No, I, I agree. I don't know that I... I'm so deep in the UTV stuff, I don't know if I need another addiction at this point. Like, I've been reluctant, you know, and I've talked to the guys at Timber Sled over there at Polaris, and um, you know, I know they, they'd help me out with a kid if I wanted to go that direction, and I just... I don't know if I need that addiction, man. I think I, it's more fun for me to, to talk about it and just stay in the UTV space. I'm still making that transition <laughs> in my career from trophy truck to UTVs. I don't know that I need to bring in snow bike as well like I, I think there's only so much one person I'll do, can handle. I'll do it i'll
3: take it over for both of us i got this <laughs> yeah. uh, you know i did see well, i see a couple girls lined up on the line and one of them being my good friend who i race motocross with um shana from minnesota and she's like texting me why aren't you here where are you why am i here and you're not lined up on this line like get your butt on a, a timber sled right now so I, I know there's gonna be a time and place that I will definitely um, you know, line up on the line, but right now I'm just driving like really big trucks, so I'm gonna continue yeah. that
4: first. Tipping them over upside down. I know I see that stuff occasionally. <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs>
2: yes, I do. <did. laughs> yeah. No, I, no. I, I I'll, I'll have a
4: I'll have a better i I'll have a better idea for you, Jim. Here after the next couple of days, when I actually get some seat time, to let
2: you know if it's something you should give a whirl or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take. Uh, oh my gosh! I'll, I'll take your advice after X Games, but I I think the future of me on a snow bike. I know uh, I know Chris Barants invited me to go and uh, have some fun with him, and I know he's got a couple snow bikes, and I think I think maybe that's probably a safer route for me is to go and do a little bit backcountry with Barants yeah. than actually racing. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> all right.
3: I've never even seen Jim on a dirt bike, okay? I don't know what his skills are on anything that's, like, less than four wheels. So, I'm almost a little scared for his life and safety. So, I mean, we'll see this weekend. Maybe I'll get it next weekend when I go to Arizona, I'll get him on a dirt bike. But I'll uh, stay tuned. I'll let you know. It's, uh, you know. If I'll pass the torch on to him to get on something like that. <laughs>
2: Perfect.
3: And we just want to keep you around. We love yeah. this radio show. We don't want anything <laughs> to,
2: to Right. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, how, what's, how's things shaping up there in Colorado, though, Thacker? I know they've actually, everywhere else in the country has been, like, freezing cold, crazy snowfall, and Colorado has somehow, like, been exempt. <laughs> I heard, like, in Denver it was, like, 80 really? degrees a week ago or something. Like, how, how's <clears> everything <throat> looking up there?
4: No way. Uh, it, When we, we rolled in – a day before last, um, and it was like 58 degrees. And then it – it last night, it yesterday, the, there was like a 40-degree temperature swing, and it was snowing in like 10 degrees yesterday. Wow. And th- today, this morning, it was 10 and clear, and it's supposed to be 40 today. So it's just – but there's no snow. I mean, what little came down what? yesterday is our – yeah, there's none here. In, but I'm here in Denver. I'm a – Actually, Brock Hoyer and um, Cycle North up in Prince George, British Columbia, are the ones that have helped me out with um, uh, getting a bike. And Brock actually brought it down, and we're going to meet him here in Denver today. And then going to follow the – I I do believe he won X Games Gold last
2: year, if I'm not. Yeah,
4: I, Are you sure is that, is
2: that right? No, I think yeah. yeah Brock was a gold medalist. So I think if you're going to align yourself with somebody, you yeah. picked you picked one of the right guys, Smacker. Yeah. Let's let's put it that yeah, way. I think if you're going to figure this snow bike out, I think Hoyer's a guy to do it for you. Pick the winner. <laughs> he's,
4: uh, he's he's taking me under his wing, and he promised to help me learn how to ride this thing. So I'm I'm pretty confident in my my program at the moment. Yeah, I know, I don't
3: think he's going to give you all the tricks of the trade because you guys are competitive. Well, no, I guess you guys are in different classes. But um, I, I'm sure Brock has a few tricks up his sleeve that he shall, you know, keep to himself because he's obviously I out imagine. there slaying it better than everybody.
11: I'm pretty
4: I'm pretty good at keeping secrets. So if he gives me any of his super <laughs> special, you know, double,
2: 007 tips, I'll keep them to myself. <laughs> nice well man i appreciate you taking the time to call in thacker uh good luck at x games uh you know we'll we'll definitely have to catch up with you like the week after x and find out how everything good it did i mean obviously i'll be tuned in to to watch watch your shenanigans but uh, uh looking forward to uh catching up uh, after x and uh, seeing how everything shook out i appreciate the time guys and uh yeah uh, anytime anytime jim all right always, uh, right on you. man
4: good luck have always fun go. I'm always open to chit chat with you guys. So I appreciate it.
2: Awesome, man. We need to do it more often. Thanks, Paul. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: All killer and no filler.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Just wrapping up our number one here, and i got to tell you about one of our good partners in the show, Amsoil. You know the importance of using a good, good synthetic oil in your power sports equipment, but what about your daily driver? Today's downsized turbocharged engines run hotter and create more engine-damaging contaminants than ever before. Yesterday's motor oil just doesn't cut it in today's engines that's why you need Amsoil synthetic motor oil teams in Monster Energy Supercross Amsoil Championship Snowcross and more rely on Amsoil synthetic motor oil to protect their engines on the track and in the haulers that get them to the races and so should you Amsoil synthetic our Signature Series Synthetic Motor Oil delivers 75% more engine protection against horsepower loss and wear than required by leading industry standards. Provides the next level protection today's demanding engines need to keep your engine running for years. Go to Amsoil.com slash dirty to find out how Amsoil Synthetic Motor Oil keeps your vehicle running great tomorrow. That's Amsoil.com slash dirty. Dirty. And thank you for your support of the Down and Dirty radio show, amzo And uh, before we go to uh, this quick break and kick off hour number two, uh, don't forget we've got Juliana Daniel coming up after the break, actually uh, deep into hour number two. Nice, long interview with Juliana Daniel, as well as one with Matt Martelli and our good friend Joe Duncan. But uh, if you want the full uncut Interview with Juliana Daniel. You need to tune in to Project Action on Podcast One. It'll drop this Thursday. Got a nice long thirty-minute interview with uh, the former Miss Supercross herself, Juliana Daniel. You can uh, subscribe to that on iTunes as well as the Down and Dirty Radio Show. And uh, uh, make sure and give us a rating or review when you get the chance, as well as well as subscribing to uh, the Down and Dirty Radio Show. There, subscribe and rate and review us as well. And uh, like we said before, Amy and I, she uh, revitalized the YouTube channel. She She's pumping out a ton of content, and uh, you can catch all of that over there on YouTube. It is uh, Moto Adventures. Um, search Amy Hood. I don't know. What else can you search, Hood? Uh, We've got to about 30 seconds. Give us the details on where they can actually find the YouTube channel. Yeah, uh,
3: you can either search Moto Adventures. It's the first one that pops up. I'm spraying my dirt bike down with a hose. You can't miss it. Or, um, you know, ch- check out Moto Chicks. Um, or One Life Amy. It's all up on there. Um, lots of cool content. Or the Babe Cave. I mean, you can check out um, how to put graphics under your bike correct- correctly. <laughs>
2: all righty. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
14: In South Carolina, three sheriff's deputies and a police officer remain hospitalized after they were all shot by a 47-year-old domestic violence suspect shortly after 1 a.m. today. York County officials have released no real information concerning the conditions of the officers, only asking that prayers be said for them. The suspect was also shot by police. He too is hospitalized and his conditions unknown. Japan's public broadcasting service, the latest to have to apologize for sending a mistaken alert regarding an incoming missile. Michael Penn is an American journalist in Tokyo who says unlike a government issued alert, not everyone in Japan received that false alarm today.
15: It was only those who basically had the NHK app on their phone or those who uh, were looking at the website.
14: NHK broadcasting an apology less than five minutes later, and this is USA Radio News.
16: There's no question you need omega-3s, but which form should you take? will even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-399-6392. 1-800-399-6392. That's 1-800-399-6392.
14: A disturbing story out of Southern California where a husband and wife have been jailed on $9 million bond each, accused of torturing their 13 children. Officers in Paris, California arresting the two after their 17-year-old daughter told authorities she got away but that her 12 siblings, ranging in age from 2 to 29, were still being held. Deputies found some of them malnourished, shackled to their beds, and they were described as very dirty. This neighbor telling reporters she thought something was odd at the home,
7: but she adds... We live in a society where I think unless you have proof, you just don't say
14: anything. The 13 rescued are all now hospitalized. China and Russia invited to a U.S. and Canadian organized meeting in Vancouver today on the North Korean nuclear issue, but neither agreed to join the 20 other nations that are there. But Canada's foreign minister says... We're
12: also looking forward after the meeting to briefing both China and Russia about our conclusions and and bringing them into the conversation.
14: USA Radio News. Allergy congestion. Cut grass. Cat on the sofa.
1: Dust in the carpet. Whenever allergy congestion makes you feel trapped, break through with Allegra D for 5-in-1, 24-hour multi-symptom relief. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine with a powerful decongestant for fast relief that starts working in just one hour. Break through allergy congestion with Allegra D. Use only as directed, guaranteed, or your money back. Visit Allegra.com.
14: President Trump blaming Democrats for the stalled talks towards trying to fix the DACA program, which protects hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants brought to the United States as children. White House Press Chief Sarah Sanders says.
4: I think he's worried that Democrats' unwillingness to actually put the country ahead of their party is what's stalling things from moving forward, whether it's the budget or whether it's a deal on DACA.
14: Sanders telling the reporters outside the White House this morning Democrats have been accusing President Trump of using profane language last week during an immigration meeting purely to prevent the administration from moving forward on the issue. With 82 million visitors last year, Spain is replacing the United States as the world's second most popular tourism destination, France retaining the top spot, according to the United Nations World Tourism Organization. International tourism to the United States shrinking during the first five months of President Trump's term in office, according to the U.S. International Trade Administration, which says 5% fewer arrivals were seen in the first quarter and 3% in the second last year. And SpaceX has been hoping to demonstrate a launch of what it calls the world's most powerful rocket soon. And now it's expected to try again this afternoon to test-fire the engines on such a rocket. The company says the Falcon Heavy can boast 5 million pounds of thrust and could carry more than 140,000 pounds of cargo into space. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
0: up to 45 percent on dish tv packages today these are limited time offers and can change at any time call fast 800-405-2561 800-405-2561 800-405-2561 that's 800-405-2561
1: thanks for tuning in to the down and dirty radio show Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: All right, kicking off hour number two here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, locked and loaded. Right now, we've got some uh, Dakar results or updates brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. You can find out more information on the web at www.dirtfish.com or use the coupon code JB Dirtfish for 15% off any and all classes at Dirtfish Rally School. So Dakar going on. Amy and I talked about it last week. We've got Matt Martelli. He's going to be calling in to talk a bit about it. He was at the start of the Dakar Rally uh, here last week. He's back stateside now. He's going to bring us in the loop, but uh, right now we are about eight stages in and uh, we've lost Sebastian Loeb, we've lost Bryce Menzies, we've lost Nanny Roma, we've lost pretty much any and all guys that we thought might actually win this thing. So uh, right now uh, Carlos Sainz, the legend, he has... uh, has a pretty solid lead, uh, almost an hour lead over second. That's Nasser Alatia. I know us Americans, we know Nasser because he teamed with Robbie Gordon, I don't know, seven, eight years back. Um, But Nasser, he is currently in second. And then we got Stefan Petterhansel, the legend. He is sitting there in fourth. And uh, other notables, we've got uh, Janil DeVilliers. He's sitting there in fifth. And you WRC fans will know that Martin Prokop, uh, he is sitting there in seventh. So Dakar Rally, it is happening. We've got the finale. Uh, I don't know. We're about halfway through, uh, so hopefully next week we'll be able to uh, give you some winners, uh, some winners, and uh, who's actually uh, uh, who's actually going to bring this thing home. But uh, looking at the Moto side of things, uh, it's been an interesting uh, rally so far. Our good friend Toby Price he has battled back though. He's up to fourth, and he is only uh, about seven minutes out of first place. So Toby Price battling back on the Red Bull KTM, and he is uh, making a push for the victory. I know he had some tough stages there in the middle of the rally, but, uh, man, he is fighting for it. He wants another title, and, uh, you know, we're pulling for Toby Price. Also got to give a shout-out to Ricky Brayback, the Monster Energy Honda team, the American that is uh, in eighth place, and he's about 31 minutes back. So Brayback, he's making a push as well. If he has some good stages, he could fight for a podium here. So uh, I I guess – Fans of Toby Price, Ricky Brabeck, uh, you know, um, I guess that's North Americans, those are kind of who we're pulling for. Both of them got a shot at this thing. Uh, so we'll see how this thing cycles out over the next week. And uh, before we close this out, I got to mention that uh, the Subaru Winter Driving Experience in Wisconsin you can go and drive some Subarus for a day on a frozen lake and challenge your, uh, I guess, your winter driving skills. Uh, more information is available at uh, Subaru, uh, SubaruWinterExperience.com, but uh, definitely check that out if you want to go to uh, Wisconsin in February and drive some uh, Subaru WRXs on the ice for a day. Um, but uh, that, is our, uh, that is our Dirtfish Rally Report for this week, brought to you by Dirtfish, and we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All right. Welcome back. Locked and loaded here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Powered by Polaris Razor. Jimby Ramey Hood joined on the line by Joe Duncan. This is our Terracross Starts with Optimus segment brought to you by our good friends at Optimus Starter, Starting every Polaris Razor in the Terracross Championship as well as every Polaris Razor in my fleet, which is ever growing. Uh, but thanks, Joe Duncan, for uh, calling in. Man, we just had Paul Thacker. He kind of brought us uh, in the loop on all things adaptive snow bike at X Games. But uh, i got to say, you are uh, Mr. Man with a Motor at X Games. What are we going to do? There's no snow in Colorado, Joe.
15: Uh, no snow. They, they, they did get hit with a couple of storms, so they've got some snow finally. But for us on the mountain, good old Buttermilk, Aspen Ski they always come through. So we have uh, actually our builders just called me last night and uh, they said uh, we've got our freestyle landing, our freestyle area all set to go with snow and our uh, snow bike cross course is uh, getting pushed out as we speak. So I think from our side, the motor side, things are great. I know the, uh, the half pipe is looking really, really good right now and uh, the other courses. They might have to tweak a little bit um, from a snow condition standpoint, but for the most part, those guys out there, they really got it dialed.
2: Yeah, well, and I got to say, like, you've got a lot coming up. I know, obviously, uh, we got X Games And then you follow that up, what, a week or two weeks later, you got Levi LaValle doing his shenanigans there at the Super Bowl. I got to say, for for a Minnesota boy, it's a pretty good feeling right now, knowing that the Super Bowl's in Minneapolis. You got Levi jumping, and there's a good chance the Minnesota Vikings, after that crazy thrill ride they had yesterday or two days ago, they may actually be in the Super Bowl as a home game.
3: Wait 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 a second. What is Levi Valley doing at the Super Bowl? I don't know about this. Oh, you you... and then late night listeners? Miss social
2: media is not on. Miss social media missed this announcement. I guess. Wow, Joe. I I guess you should bring us in the loop, Joe.
15: We need to bring her up to speed. Yeah, Levi and his team are doing a uh, uh, backflip over Minneapolis, uh, along with Polaris Industries, and uh, right down in Nicollet Mall going to be a pretty awesome show right for uh for the um all the uh, great fans coming in town for the super bowl obviously at us bank stadium where it just so happens we run summer x games um so yeah. yeah so many things all tied together for this year which is pretty dang amazing um to have all this stuff at uh at one time and one uh one program so pretty cool uh Pretty cool with it all kind of coming together and and seeing what uh, what what's going on up there. And I'm I'm out here at ERX. We just got the track prep for practice. Got a bunch of snow bike guys here that are getting ready to head out to head out to X Games. And um, yeah, we're uh, we're looking good. Ton of snow here at ERX. They got the track prep for uh, for uh, snow bikes and for some snowmobiles and looking really good
2: yeah Pauline posted a picture I think it was yesterday um of the track there at ERX and it's a massive amount of snow Joe
15: yeah they've got uh, they got a little bit more they're gonna make uh, tonight and they're looking really 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 good it's uh it's pretty amazing what the ERX team Derek and his old crew has done out here and put together and and uh the groomers just uh just pushing snow like you wouldn't believe and you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a very unique thing that people are able to, you know, the, the last generation of snowmobilers and before snow bikes were even around, but they didn't have this kind of opportunity, you know, too many places and to have snow bikes and uh, snow, uh, snow and groomers and a track to actually go practice that. It's, uh, it's a pretty cool thing.
2: I, you know, I got to tell you, I, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of ERX. I've been there I don't know how many times, both as a racer and as a personality on air. But um, I'm seeing all that snow, and I, I'm feeling like an itch that we need to uh, – maybe the Down and Dirty Radio Show needs to help sponsor this. But I, I'm thinking – I'm feeling the itch that we need to bring back winter terracross at ERX next winter, Joe.
15: Yeah, we've got to, uh, we've got to do some more winter terracrosses. That sure was fun. Yeah. that was sure a good time definitely get those uh machines back into the snow
2: yeah I, I i we had so dang much fun me you and jeremy and uh up there at uh at crested butte that year like i don't know there's just something about it i go you know what i've never i, I ended up blowing the lead there and, and putting the car on its side in the last corner on the last lap and lost the win but i, I that's still got to be some of the most fun i've ever had in a Polaris Razor just bombing the hills and you know in crested Butte in the snow in a Razor i don't know there's just something about it that's a ton of fun
3: i saw the win- yeah. i saw the winter highlights and stuff and i i want to go do that too i think you definitely need to bring that back Joe. it looked like a ball yeah. <clears throat>
15: That was a good time. We'll have to do it again soon.
2: Yeah. So uh, what's, what's the next week, week and a half look like for you? I mean, you're the man behind uh, anything with an engine at X Games. And uh, uh, obviously, you know, you've got, uh, you know, you've got freestyle, you've got best trick, uh, bringing in some new disciplines for snow bike. Uh, you know, obviously we still got the stuff with snowmobile, speed and style and freestyle. I mean, what's, uh, what does the next week, week and a half look like for you, Joe?
15: Well, the guys at SBT uh, SPT are getting the courses laid out. I fly out on Friday. We have um, uh, <clears throat> some training. I mean, there supposed to be a lot more riding out west, but obviously with the snow conditions, a little bit tough. I think uh, Doug Henry and uh, some of the guys actually are coming here to ERX for a few days instead of going out west right away. And uh, uh, we do have some ramps coming in and that stuff all starts to get placed next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Riders start showing up on late Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and uh, we start getting parking done. And then we roll right in Thursday, speed and style. Friday, freestyle, both with snowmobiles. And then Saturday, snow bike cross and adaptive snow bike cross. And Sunday, uh, first ever snow bike, best trick.
2: And that's the one that has me interested out of all this. I mean, we know the snow bike racing's solid. Know, we know all know. the snowmobile sure. events are going to be solid. But snow bike best trick, I really don't think anybody anywhere in the world knows what to expect, what's going to come out of snow bike best trick. Like, it's never been done before. We have no idea, Joe Duncan.
15: Yeah, the guys, uh, there's been some guys in the foam pit, and I think they're, I think. Uh, the TV show is going to be in for a big surprise. And, and uh, there, there's a few guys that are going training it at, at some snow compounds here this the end of this week, first part of next week, and really get their stuff dialed. But, uh, you know, we had um, Jackson Strong last year come out and do a demo, and that was a big success. That's how it led to this, this competition. Um, we had a lot of athletes, uh, you know, looking at it and, and as a potentials. You know, some of them just really couldn't get the all the all the right gear in place, and the lack of snow has kind of held us up a bit. But in the big picture, uh, it's going to be a hell of a competition come Sunday night um, down at uh, Buttermilk Mountain there in Aspen.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. Well, I appreciate you calling in, Joe. And uh, you know, for this Optimus segment, I guess we call it uh, Optimus Terracross, but I know we talk a little bit of everything here. But uh, uh, thanks for calling in, buddy. And uh, uh, we're gonna be able to get you next week, week of X Games on air. Uh, we should be able to. I mean, we've got uh, we've got everything looking really good, and everything's coming together.
15: So yeah, we'll be uh, we'll hopefully catch up with you next week and give you an update on site at X Games.
2: All right, awesome. I appreciate it, Joe. Thank you for the time, buddy. All right. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Jimmy. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right. And that was uh, Joe Duncan, uh, with X games with Terracross and uh, man of many hats, but, uh, uh, always fun to catch yeah, yeah. up with Joe. It's, uh, I'm excited. snow bike best trick. I mean, uh, I think we're going to, obviously we're going to see a backflip of some sort, but I just, the bikes are so much longer than a dirt bike. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting what these guys are able to do. You know what I mean? With, with the bike because it's so much bulkier than a dirt bike
3: yeah i mean i'm I'm interested to see the level of competition like what uh you know what the you know what i mean like i don't know what all everybody is capable of doing and i haven't seen anything
2: no neither like have i, I
3: I'm very in the dark about it all. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be – it's almost like A1. <laughs> it's everybody's yeah. game. Who knows what's going to happen?
2: Yeah, exactly. All right, we've got to take a short break. We come back. we got Matt Martelli. He's going to bring us in the loop on all things Mint 400. He was also in South America at the start of the Dakar Rally. So that coming up here after the break on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
8: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me, for the government, and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517
0: 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517
14: If
9: you are age 85 or younger...
7: Fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Like what you hear?
1: Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe
2: all right we are back here on the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor jim beaver amy hood joined here by my buddy matt martelli with mad media the mint 400 xp1k and uh just about i don't know anything uh in the dirt uh dirt co i don't know we're missing any of them matt how's everything going buddy (laughs)
3: lots of titles
17: yeah thanks uh yeah, we'll probably invent some stuff before the end of the year, but uh, that's that's it for the nutshell. But no, everything's going awesome. Just uh, charging into the new year, getting ready for the Mint. Just uh, actually came back from Peru, from Dakar, and that was amazing. So, you know, life, life is good. Pedals down already, though.
2: Yeah. Well, let's talk Dakar before we get into the Mint 400. That's one of the reasons why I want to get you on. I know. It's been a crazy Dakar. I mean, obviously, we know B-Money, uh, Bryce Menzies, he got out on the second stage. Pete Mortensen, I know Pete's all right, uh, nursing an, angle, an ankle injury, but he's he's on the mend. Uh, but, I mean, Sebastian Loeb is out. Nanny Roma's out. I mean, some of the favorites and the heavy hitters early on, I mean, it, it was dunzo, man. I mean... And I don't think people in the United States realize, I mean, they see Dakar and oh, it's two weeks long and whatever, it's a long rally. I don't think they realize the magnitude and the money that goes into these factory programs. I mean, it's not like anything we see here stateside. And I, I don't think like the, the casual off-road fan really grasps the magnitude of Dakar, Matt.
17: Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it was spectacular. I mean, I've been following it since it started and you know, I, I really had no idea until I went there and saw it for myself. And, uh, now I'll go every year. I mean, it was, we had a blast, you know, Lima was a fantastic city to visit. Um, but just the, the whole spectacle of it and the scale of it was really impressive. And yeah, as far as the difficulty goes, you know, I mean, if we're essentially doing a, you know, they're, I'm sorry, they're doing a 300 mile race for 14 days. Um, and this year was particularly tough because, They started them right into the dunes that are south of Lima in five days of it. So their dunes are a lot different than anything I've ever seen. Um, They vary um, uh, a lot. So they go from hard pack with embedded rock to really soft uh, sand to actual silt mixed with sand. So the, the, uh, the course is really challenging right off the bat. And, you know i learned a lot and saw a lot of things that i hadn't considered before um like one their their way that they navigate they're trying to stay on a heading so they don't they don't dune like we do in glamis for pleasure like we we carve bowls there they're trying to you know get to a point so they're driving over uh dunes straight in a lot of cases and as you can see by all the coverage you end up stuck a lot doing that so um yeah i i mean look i can't tell you enough to go experience that if you're into off-road at all get on a plane and come with us to dakar next year because we're all going down we're going to organize a big group of americans and and racers who are potentially looking at doing it but it it was spectacular
2: yeah well here's me me me, i'm
3: in i've i've I've, I've been thinking about doing stuff like that like i mean if you're If you're organizing a bunch of people going down, like honestly count me in because, you know, I'm making this transition to the off-road world, but there is just something about obviously the Baja 1000 and the Dakar that is just like, it's like the Super Bowl of the off-road world. And it's just the biggest, most hype and, uh, you know, a once in a lifetime experience that you need to experience. If you're into that kind of thing, you need to be there on the ground level to get the full perspective of it all.
17: No, ab- absolutely. And it, what's funny is that you know, I'm such an off-road nerd that <laughs> I felt stupid that I hadn't gone before. And now, you know, I look at it and I go, I'll, you know, I'll probably go every year, um, you know, because it mixes all the things that I love about off-road culture, you know, obviously competition and racing, the mechanical aspect, the technical aspect, you know, the camaraderie, but, you know, also the travel um, and, and food and, you know, and drink and culture. I mean, uh, you know, again, per- Peru was just, it's like Baja on steroids. The, the yeah. food, the ceviche is unbelievable. Um, I actually went, <laughs> I went a week early and, and basically ate my way through the city, <laughs> which was awesome. So, I love um, that. You, I
3: love to eat. You, so the thumb's right up my y- alley.
17: Yeah, if you you come on this trip with us, you will you will gain some weight, but it'll be worth it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was it was fantastic. It was really impressive. I mean, the ASO has done a fantastic job of of creating the global event. And you know, as Rally Raid develops um, and more events happen throughout the world, you know, one of my goals was to connect the dots. You know, with uh, Darren Skilton's event that he does here, the Sonora Rally. Uh, And the mint and other events, you know, we want those guys to come race with us and they're, they're all interested. Um, But, you know, it's just like anything else. We've got to show up and, and have a presence there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a two-way street, I think. And, you know, I think a lot of times people forget that. And you're you're definitely trying to make that a two-way street whether, rather than the one way that it has been for for a long time. But uh, i got to ask you, man, I saw that, you know, they've kind of slowly started trickling in, and nobody's really kind of full-on embraced it. But UTVs and side-by-sides at Dakar, I know, I mean, it, it's got its own proper division now. I mean, what, what are you thinking in the next couple of years? I mean, I could see a proper American team going down there with factory backing and competing
4: yeah a- absolutely um, look there were
17: 11 UTVs uh, racing this year uh, there was uh, uh, can-ams the majority of them were Polaris still um, there was a couple Yamaha's um, and uh, they're doing well if you follow what they're doing now um, you know in, in the overall standings I mean they're hanging I mean they're it's a great platform to do this type of event. And I think that that class is just going to explode just like it has, uh, here in desert racing, just because of the, the attainability of it. I mean, you can go down there and race in the Dakar in the UTV for, you know, 120 grand. I mean, it's very affordable in terms of what it costs to, to go racing in those other classes. Um, so I think that that class is just going to continue to grow and, and I can tell you, like, after looking at the terrain, you know yeah i i really want to drive a, a kamaz right that, that looks like the coolest thing there but as far as what's going to get through everything i think the utv platform is is you know one of the best platforms to be racing in dakar
2: yeah no i i agree with you man so uh, uh fast forward we got uh what are we like a month and a half out i know a uh, little little less than two months from the mint 400 i know uh Obviously, Amy's been out there about every single year for it. I think she's missed one the past three or four years. Uh, former Miss Mint contestant, she's like every year it's on her calendar. I mean, obviously, you know it's locked into mine, you know what I mean, for the next 30 years that I'm going to be yeah. there. But I know this year, man, you guys, every year, Mad Media and the Martelli brothers up the game. Uh, this year you're up in the game even further. I mean, what can you tell us about at this point with, with the men? I mean, I know we're we're stretching contingency to two days now because it's got so big you're bringing in live streaming. I mean, this is, this is going to be insane.
17: Yeah. I mean, look, every year we're trying to step it up. And obviously this year is our 50th anniversary. Um, So, you know, it's a special one to us. So, You know, we decided to go to two days of contingency, one to accommodate the amount of race teams. There'll be 400 teams racing with us this year. And then also to, you know, give some value back to our vendors and sponsors, you know. Um, As you know, trying to do contingency in one day was just a, it was just a thrash, you know um so it just gives us a little bit more time and a little bit more room to to execute things so it's going to be great we added some events this year on wednesday we'll be doing a legends rally um that'll be um non-racers only and we'll only be doing that in utvs that will be you know limited to a group of 100 people we're going to do 75 miles of the race course and then we're going to go have lunch at the pioneer and when we're done with that we're going to go do the parade and and let everybody in, in Vegas know that we're here and, uh, you know, they're about to see the great American off-road race. So um, that that afternoon will be capped off by a, a new thing that we've started called the Dinner of Champions where you'll be able to come and have dinner and, and meet some of the champions of our sport like Rob McCachran and B.J. Baldwin and Bryce Menzies. So um, just another way for us to add value. Um, and then Thursday is qualifying and contingency on the same day. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, Friday's contingency all day, Saturday's, you know, our race. So same, same format as, as previous years, we have our morning race and our afternoon race and, you know, it's, it's going to be packed with, you know, with 400 teams. So, um, but yeah, we're doing some other exciting things too, where we've brought back, uh, the tracking that we did two years ago. Um, so everybody all over the world is going to be able to track the race. Um, we're also doing our first live stream. So we'll be doing a live stream from 5 30 AM to 10 PM, uh, nonstop. And, uh, that that's going to be really cool. We'll give people a lot more insight as to what's going on with the race. Um, and something that, uh, you know, we've been moving towards for, for a couple of years. We just wanted to time it right. Um so you know lots of new things it's really exciting we have we have a lot of celebrities actually this year that are racing with us and we'll be announcing those as as all that that, that stuff becomes solidified um but uh no it's good it's, we're we're really excited and uh, you know on trophy trucks i think we're going to break 70 this year which That's will be uh, a new record for us so um no, it's it's great. I mean, the whole city's excited about it. I actually just got done meeting with the mayor and, and she's like, yeah, she, she's going to come. So it's it's really cool.
2: Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate uh, the time, Matt. I know we're uh, got to go to a com- commercial break here shortly, but I know in the next couple of weeks and as we get closer to the mint, we'll definitely have you, uh, you back on uh, quite a few times to kind of hype things up and bring us in the loop. Right
17: on. I appreciate it, guys.
2: All right. Thanks a lot, Matt. And uh, we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
1: You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler.
8: Geico
7: presents eyewitness interviews with inanimate objects.
11: This is Brian Bruno, live on the scene of a recently flooded basement, here to describe the event, a tube sock. So I'm curled up in a cozy pile of whites
4: when the washing machine suddenly starts shimmying and shaking. Next thing I know, we're standing in four inches of water. Did you help clean up? Sure, but I'm just one sock
7: a tube sock can't help you with a flooded basement but the geico insurance agency can help you get covered for personal property damage call geico to see how affordable homeowners insurance can be it either is or it isn't when it comes down to it that's all that really matters when choosing a certified pre-owned mercedes-benz it's either certified by mercedes-benz factory trained technicians or it isn't it's either backed by an unlimited mileage warranty
1: for up to five years or it isn't It's absolute confidence in 30,000 precision parts, or it isn't. The Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned
7: sales event now through February 28th, only at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. Come in today and take advantage of two years of complimentary prepaid maintenance and special financing offers available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. There are those who settle for nothing less. For them, the choice
2: is simple. It's either up to Mercedes-Benz standards, or it isn't. It's flawlessly maintained, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned or it isn't.
9: See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on certified pre-owned warranties. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with Smart Relief from Icy High. You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain.
0: Use only as directed. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call.
14: Thanks for
1: tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here joined on the line with Amy Hood and Juliana Daniel. How's everything going, Juliana?
10: It is going amazing. Thank you guys so much for having me.
2: Yeah, I think We're it's... We're two
3: rounds in right now. We're yeah. two rounds in right now. gets... Get it's like the hyped-up beginning of the season. Everybody is, you know, excited, and, and we just got done A-1. I mean, how is it feeling right now? You're making your transition from Miss Supercross, obviously the iconic title, to now, you know, a host and a face
10: for, you know, everything that's going on on the ground level. Like, how is that? I mean, to be honest, it's been it's been amazing, not only just from the racing standpoint with, you know, New guys, old guys are gone. Obviously, yep. new guys are stepping up. It's it's fun to see them, you know, taking on their role and seeing actually what they bring um, when the, the leaders aren't there anymore. It's it's been really fun to watch. It's it's made for some really exciting racing in both classes. Yeah. Um, and for me, I couldn't be happier with the uh, the new role that they, they've been they've given me. It's it's um it's given me and I and I hope with what we've all talked about on the corporate side. Um, it's going to give me more of a chance to kind of um, hone in on my skill, which is more of the health, yep. nutrition, how these guys train, what they're eating, what they're doing during the week and even off season um, to, to, so that they are able to show up every Saturday. I think that's kind of been a lost gem in this sport of, you know, they talk about the race, they talk about what they ha- happened that day and what they're going to change that day and what they did. But nobody really touches on what they did last week or yeah. what they did over the summer or – you know, just the little things that so many of these young riders who watch them, how do they train? Like, what are these guys doing? You know, all they see is these guys on Saturday race day. Or, or you know, if, you know, they do, like, some behind-the-scenes stuff. But I really want to go in there, and and whether it's race day or even following them during the week, just something to give these young riders a chance to say, wow, they actually have to work really freaking hard <laughs> Like they can't and just show up and go I'm gonna chug this monster and get out there on my bike like it takes a lot of prep plan effort um and just overall mental strength that that I don't think that people really understand and I want to bring that to the sport yeah. so anyway a- you know, as a fellow racer
3: I love that I love that um you know it gives it a lot more credibility obviously you know yeah. when we're watching, we're seeing what they're doing but for new fans I think It's like, you know, a lot of the credibility is lost. They're like, oh, these guys can just go show up and, you know, ride a dirt bike. And and I get that all the time. Excuse me, as a woman, too. people are like, oh, doesn't the dirt bike do all the work? You know, for these naive people who really have no idea the effort. And it's not just effort, you know, this is a whole lifestyle, you know, you eat breathe and sweat yeah.
10: your, your training program. And I think it's really cool that you're highlighting that. I love that. No. Well, and you know, I was actually talking to a fan this past weekend in Houston on it. I was down there, it was after everything was over. And I was like, you know, I've been around a lot of sports. I'm an athlete myself. Um, I would love, and I don't know how this would happen, but I would love to have someone somehow figure out a way to simulate what these guys go through on race day during the actual main, and go to, like, a football or, like, a so, baseball yeah. guy, something, and simulate the intensity, what it takes, every, just kind of, like, put it all in a big bowl and see if they could switch roles. I don't think there's many athletes that could switch roles and take on what these guys do every Saturday. I truly don't. I just don't think it's true. And I don't think that when you watch a race on TV, let alone at that, you don't, you don't even get it. Nobody understands no. what the guys, these guys are actually doing and going through and it. actually able to do. And um, I just – I would love – I just – I don't know how it could happen to anyone out there listening can do it, but it'd be really cool because I don't think that there would be many athletes that could take on a 20-minute 20, 20 main. No. and and be able to do it i just don't think i just don't think it's possible
2: you know what and not,
10: not just a 20 minute main but you know hawking like a
3: 75 foot triple out of a corner okay yeah. that that's right, right. <laughs> cool.
2: well and you know what like yeah. amy and i've had Ball. this conversation quite a few times and it's like i don't think people understand to ride you know there's a lot of guys in supercross and and they're all very very talented but when you start talking about The elites, like, you know what I mean? You know, the guys that are up there and they're fighting for the win every single event. Like I, Ricky Carmichael did an interview and we've talked about this last year on the show, but he said, he's like, people wonder why Villapoto and myself and Dungey stepped away at the prime of our career. He's like, it's because it wasn't fun anymore. He's like, I love riding dirt bikes, but he's like to bang out two hours worth of laps on a practice track every single day of the week and be in the gym, he's like, and then train. It, yeah. And train. Yeah. He's like, it got to the point where he's like, I wanted my life back. And he, he's like, yeah. you know, he's like, because if you don't win and you're at that level, he's like, second place is a complete failure. And people wonder why Dungey yeah. stepped away and Villapoto and Carmichael. It's because like people don't get how hard it is to train at that level. Well,
10: and you know, a lot of, I, I've actually kind of, being that I work with both of those, Ricky and now Ryan, um, they, you know, hearing them talk about, because it is, everyone's like, God, you know, they're at the top of their game. Like they're, why are they leaving? But from their standpoint, you know, so much of racing is mental. It really is. I mean, you Absolutely. can be athletically Absolutely. fit to the T, mm-hmm. but if your mental game is off, even just a little bit, you're, you're, you're setting yourself self up for a lot of uh, not, I don't want to say injury, but just very, you know, you, you're chanting it because if you're out there and you're all of a sudden, you know, in the lead and you're up front and then you're going through, you know, the whoops and you're not focusing just that split second of not losing your focus, you could literally, I mean, ruin so many things. And I think a lot of these guys, when they get to a certain level, they've been in there for so long, the mental game is the hardest thing to keep. And these guys say, once that mental focus goes, and I, I'm not going to mention any names, but I think there's a couple guys even now. This is you know week number yeah. two or three almost, and their mental game is playing with them, um, and it's yeah. it's sad to watch. But that's what happens, and that happens in all sports. You know, I mean, baseball players are known exactly. for that to have a, especially the pitchers. Um, but and I think that that's a huge it plays a huge factor and why these guys retire and it's because the mental game is the hardest thing to keep. And that's when they, that's when they get injured. That's when they, you know, make mistakes. that can injure not only themselves, but the, you know, the riders around them. So I totally, I totally get it. And it's, it's a, it's a scary thing, but it happens.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, in the training really, um, and I say this all the time too, you know, because you know, whether you're you know driving a dirt bike, you know, playing base, professional baseball or, you know, in the NFL or driving a monster truck, um, You know when you put in the hours at the gym you know whether you're the fastest guy out there or the slowest guy when you're putting in the work and putting in the time and you know training to the best of your ability like you can be on that line and there's you know 30 other guys who want the exact same thing as you you all want the exact same thing and that the training in the off days is what prepares your mind when you are physically ready you are also mentally ready and you know the the the, the training in the off season is what prepares not necessarily your your you know your physical endurance but also your mental endurance i like to think
10: too yeah. absolutely
2: so uh we we got to shift gears here a little bit we got at some point we got to <laughs> talk about this crazy crazy season that we and i say season and we're only two rounds no. in but i mean going right. in everybody thought okay we're it's wide doors are wide open dungey's bowed out uh, he retired you know, is it going to be Marvin, Tomac, Roxon's coming back, and I got to tell you, Juliana, I mean, I didn't expect anything that we've seen. I mean, Marvin's now Mister uh, A Main, Tomac. I I don't know if we even know what's going on with any of these guys at this point. Like, I mean, did you what? What is what is the feeling around Supercross right now? Because I feel like the doors are blown wide open even more than they were two weeks ago
10: the feeling is excitement. (laughs) We're like, Oh my God, we actually have like stuff to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) It's exciting to watch every race. You know, you never know who's going to step up or who's going to take the lead. Um, I think that a lot of people are shocked by a lot of things, but at the same time, it's, it's, uh, it's just really exciting. That's the only way it comes to mind, but you know, I think that, I think that people with Tomac are a little bit disappointed that he hasn't been racing the way that he should be racing. He's got it all. He's got the package. So come on, man, you know, get out of your head, step up, um, just ride. And I think he will. I think he's strong enough to come, you know, to, to bring it back. And then, you know, there's people like Ken who will sit there. I talked to him actually before uh, practice on Saturday, I was sitting there with Jeff Emig and he said, "You know, I've kind of learned that despite how I feel or how I practice or what happens during the day, that's not going to dictate what I do at night." And I was like, "Huh." Whereas most of these riders, hey, you know, maybe th- th- whatever happens in that practice is like, "Oh man, I didn't. I'm not fastest qualifier, or you know, that really wasn't the best lap I had." And then that's what they take to the to the finals and that can't happen because you could have the worst the worst practice still make it to the final you know but then change your mindset have a mindset of you know what I worked hard enough I'm yes. here and yes. Ken was like that's what I do I, he's like I just and I mean you can see it. he's got like fire in his belly when he's out there and it's so fun to watch because I think that no one thought he was you know telling the truth of how he felt and yeah you know what well, he might hurt a little bit here and there you know his arm might not be the same but he doesn't show it, and he sure doesn't let it stop him. Um, he so got the he mental really, game really figured out. Watch, he does. He really does. You know, and then there's people like Anderson, who, you know, he can ride dirty, but it is so fun to watch. I mean, it's like you just—they—they're oh, they, hungry. All these guys are hungry. Yeah. They're hungry. To be that first place and it's fun it is fun to watch even at 250 class i mean oh it's crazy Plessinger, Plessinger, like it is so fun i mean it's just so fun
2: yeah shane i mean we had him on air last week McElrath, and uh it's just yeah it's nuts you you have no yeah. idea what what's going to happen on any weekend, and then yeah, a guy like Barsha, right? I mean, he's on like a part time ride, right? and all of a sudden they're going, well, we we probably ought to sign him for the full year because he's got a chance at the championship. Like, I, I know, yeah,
10: even Weston, like Weston's stepping up his game this year. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. You don't know what to expect. It's like how do you prepare anything? Cuz you're like, well, I got to be prepared on everyone cuz you never know who's going to come up and take it.
3: And
2: do, and do <laughs> you, you know think... that,
10: that that's what makes a good season. That's yeah. what makes super
3: yeah. one of the most exciting um, you know, sports out there right now is because you know, with our with the top guys kind of out of the picture now, it's anybody's game and every rider knows it. So I feel like the competition yeah. and you know the riding level is going to be so elevated now. Um, especially with Marvin out. You know, Marvin, honestly, like, everyone's money was on him. He was the top of the line at everybody's fantasy Supercross League. Everybody had their bets on him. And now that he's out, all these riders are like, yippity-doo-dah, victory, let's set this game up right now and, you know, uh, kind of lay it all on the line. And I think we're going to see some of the most exciting, competitive and, you know, very interesting races going forward. I really, really
10: do. I, this is gonna
3: be a I couldn't year.
2: agree more. So, uh, yeah, we got we to talk about you. I mean, how how's it been for you in this this role? I mean, you spent, you know, I know we, we've had you on, I think, shoot, I think we had you on like right after your first round A1 two years ago when you were, we quote, Miss Supercross. But, like, I felt like we've kind of lived this journey with you. But how are you feeling about this new role? Because I know you've kind of got – um, you know, you've been a speaker for a long time like this new role, I mean, if I feel like for you this is kind of like this is like what you've wanted for a long time, right? To be able to share these stories behind the scenes and and tell, you know, kind of the supercross narrative on how people are where they're at.
10: Yeah, you know, thank you. I I love that that you guys have been with me this whole time. It's it's fun to kind of remember and reminisce. Um I am super excited to be in a in a different position uh within the within the sport you know, my expertise might not come from being on a dirt bike, but I was an athlete. I was a swimmer on scholarship all through college. Um, I worked, I'm a professional bikini competitor in the Federation of Bodybuilding. So it's like, I know what it takes to work hard, diet if you have to, have your mental game on point, get up there in front of thousands of people and, you know, do what you do. And that's, perform whatever it is it's just, if, it, if you're riding if you're competing if you're anything and i personally have always felt being in this sport when i joined that it's kind of a lost a lost cause there's there's a lack of information of what these guys actually do day in and day out you know when you come on saturday and you see them at the in the pits you know or on the track they look per, you know they look perfect they don't, But no one talks about what they were doing yesterday, what happened on Tuesday at, you know, their track or gosh, did they have to change their food or do they go to the gym like how nobody touches on what it actually takes to be there every Saturday to put on a show for us. And that's kind of where. I'm going to come in and where I've tried to you know, tell my bosses, let me go talk to them.
2: And if you want more from Juliana Daniel, we'll have the full uncut interview dropping this Thursday on Project Action on Podcast One. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor.
13: goo a try call one 888 330 and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 888 330 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.do
14: now available at select big five stores near you want the
1: latest from jim beaver and amy hood Follow at JimBeaver15 and at AmyHood71 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Wrapping things up here and I want to make a quick mention before we close out the show that that YouTube video or that video from Dirtfish with Amy Michelle Abate, Jacqueline Carrizosa, and uh, Jolene Van Butte and myself uh, when we have that ladies in motorsports uh, uh, ride up there at Dirtfish. That is now up. Check out um, check out Dirtfish's uh, Facebook page or mine as soon as immediately following the show. I'll have that posted up, but uh, definitely worth the watch. Check it out. I actually narrate it and uh, had a ton of fun with it. So uh, make sure and check that out. Uh, upcoming events, obviously X Games and Supercross. Those are the big ones. Um, I guess that's the easiest thing to say, man. Those are the big ones. Got Park 425 coming up, King of the Hammers uh, a couple of weeks out as well. Um, but uh, definitely uh, follow uh, and support Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, Casey Highlights, Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish, Impact, uh, Optimus, GenuinePolarisParts.com, Terracross, Blue Resort, and Casino. Don't forget those coupon codes are... Um, are uh, the URLs to use? It is uh, amsoil.com slash dirty and genuine jimbeaver slash Jim Beaver. And the coupon code is JBDirtfish to support Dirtfish Rally School. And um, make sure and follow me and Amy Hood. It's Jim Beaver 15 and, and Amy Hood 71 on social media. Rate, review, subscribe to Project Action as well as the Down and Dirty Radio Show on iTunes. And uh, man, always give me, uh, uh, always, uh, you know, hit me up with those social media posts uh, if you got any guest suggestions or feedback back and uh, use a contact form at downanddirtyshow.com as well to you guys listening in be safe we'll be back next week and as always game on
14: you're listening to the sports byline usa broadcast network